0: on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush.
1: To pick up the tip, the
0: and we welcome you to Monday Morning. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, WGNCRadio.com. The day after 58, we're going to talk about it. Here it comes. Happy Monday, everybody. Okay, first of all, let me let me take care of this. If you're listening to this show right now, you're made of a special material. Because let's be honest, there are many of you that have decided the day after the Super Bowl, you're taking the day off. Eventually, we're going to here, the conversations start to make their way across FM radio, mornings, morning talk shows about how this should become a national holiday. Okay, fine, Wh- whatever. For those of you that are up right now and getting your day going, I salute you because I got to be honest with you. After staying up to watch Even the post-game last night. I got up a little later than I typically do. Fortunately, I did a lot of show prep in advance of the game. Because once the Super Bowl comes on, all eyes immediately fixate on 58. So... You didn't have a lot of competition in the marketplace. So a lot of the prep was done by the time I got to 6.30. And was able to watch throughout. In the end, Kansas City Chiefs 25-22 winners over the San Francisco 49ers in overtime. Brock Purdy. Was not amazing, but he was good. Patrick Mahomes proved that he is at a different level. As the Chiefs win their third Super Bowl title in the last five years, as the Chiefs go back-to-back, For the first time since the New England Patriots, some 20 years ago. And we'll get into this a little bit later on. I'm sure when Corky Franks comes on at 720, we'll have plenty to talk about. And I'm going to be curious, did even after last night, was the needle not moved to some measure... To Pro Taylor and Travis. Before we get into all that, I got a lot of news to cover. Obviously, on Monday, it's always a ton of news to cover. So let's go ahead and get into it. Of course, the Hall of Fame class was announced. Seven members on Thursday night. So we definitely want to throw some flowers out to the folks that will now get the gold jacket and be immortalized in Canton, at least in football circles, Patrick Willis, Andre Johnson, Devin Hester, Dwight Freeney, Randy Gratishar, Steve McMichael, and, of course, North Carolina's very own Julius Peppers, the Carolina Panthers' very own. Julius Peppers. As that news came out late on Thursday. Obviously, this show does, to some measure, follow professional wrestling. And if you follow the NFL back in the days of the Super Bowl shuffle Chicago Bears and then follow it into the night, follow pro-wrestling into the 90s, you're very familiar with Steve McMichael, posthumously enshrined in the National Football Hall of Fame with a ton of other talented players. Randy Gratishar is probably the most obscure name for many of you out there. Of course, he was one of the major pieces of the orange crush defense of the Denver Broncos back in the days of their franchise's most obscure years on a national stage. So congratulations to all seven members. Over the weekend, the Charlotte Hornets fell to the Milwaukee Bucks, 120-84, to 84, but then with all of the pieces, all of the assets that they accumulated from the trade deadline, they were able to put together a performance that, well, when you win only 11 games in a season at this point, you've got to feel very content about what you might have seen at Spectrum Center on Saturday. As the Hornets win one o- 115-106 over the Memphis Grizzlies. And the NHL on Saturday, Carolina Hurricanes in overtime beat the New Jersey Devils. In fact, I think that might have been Friday. Carolina now goes on a road trip. They'll play in Dallas against the Stars on Tuesday. They'll go to Phoenix to take on the Coyotes on Friday. College basketball. These are some of the top 25 winners from over the weekend. Florida Atlantic, UConn, Purdue, Houston, Marquette, Arizona, Iowa State, South Carolina, Alabama, Creighton, BYU, Utah State, Texas Tech—all of those teams made it through the weekend unscathed. Top twenty-five teams outside of that, a top fifteen matchup as number four Kansas beat Baylor in a very tight ball game. Kansas won 64-61. Texas A&M took down Tennessee eighty-five to sixty-nine. Wisconsin fell to Rutgers by 18, no, by 22. My apologies. 78-56. They beat Wisconsin in Piscataway, New Jersey. Florida took down Auburn, 81-65. to Auburn was ranked 12th in the country. Kentucky falls in Rupp Arena to Gonzaga, 89-85. to You want to talk about a fan base that is... Not real thrilled right now, which is really kind of interesting. It's a fan base that started out a little a little undone. Saw this team really make dramatic improvements, feeling really good about themselves after the Carolina win in Atlanta. Since then, things haven't been as rosy. The Kentucky Wildcats have lost three straight home games for the first time in the program's history. In Rupp Arena, that building opened in 1976. They've lost three games consecutively at home for the first time since 1966 when they were playing an old Memorial Coliseum. New Mexico takes down UNLV, or I'm sorry, is taken down by UNLV 80-77, New Mexico the 25th ranked team in the country. Local scores of interest. George Mason beat Davidson 57-55 in double overtime. The Sunbelt-MAC Challenge. App State gets past Toledo 109-104 in double overtime. Queens University of Charlotte Royals, they took one on the chin. A 14 point lead with 10 minutes remaining in the contest in Clarksville, Tennessee, and they fall 79 76 to Austin P. It's a tough loss. It's a very tough loss. Losing earlier in the week to Lipscomb in Nashville, then they travel to Clarksville and fall on Saturday night 79 76. One local team did fare quite well yesterday prior to the big game. Charlotte beats Temple 73-70. A nail-biter in Philadelphia, but they get the win. ACC scores from the weekend. North Carolina beats Miami 75-72. Duke gets past Boston College 80-65. Clemson beats Syracuse 77-68. Wake Forest. Continues to win at home. They're 13 0 inside Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum. They beat the Wolfpack 83 79. Louisville beats Georgia Tech 79 67. Yes, that Georgia Tech that has knocked off Duke and Carolina already this year. It's college basketball. What else do you say? Virginia gets past Florida State, 80-76. In the Big South Conference on Saturday, High Point gets past Gardner-Webb, 78-62. UNC Asheville, 77-64 winners over USC Upstate, fresh off of the win against High Point in Asheville. As that race is now neck and neck between those two schools and if I'm being honest, they certainly look like the two teams that will end up in the March 10th final. Radford loses to Presbyterian 76-73, to 73, and the Winthrop Eagles go to Farmville and get it handed to them. Jonathan Massey, 27 points. Michael Christmas, 23 points. Both career highs. Longwood beats Winthrop 84-74. That's a look at some of the scores from around the area as far as college and pro sports are concerned. High school on Friday night. Ashbrook gets past North Gaston 66-54 in Dallas. On the girls' side, Ashbrook finishes off the sweep 46-40. Over the Wildcats. Kings Mountain beats Forest View on the boys' side, 104-70. to 70. Man, when you're putting up a C-note in a high school game, you are moving. You are moving. It's over three points per minute. As Kings Mountain rolls past Forest View. Forest View on the girls' side. I saw the score on max preps. I don't know that this is exactly accurate as far as the game going into overtime. I cannot imagine in any way, shape or form that forest view outscored Kings mountain by 27 points in overtime. So I won't say they won in overtime. I will say that they did win 73 46. Did forest view South point falls to crest and boiling Springs 77 65 on Friday. The girls They got the win against Crest, 73-62. Shelby on the boys' side beat East Gaston, 74-66. Hunter Huss beats Kramer, 80-54 on the boys' side. Kramer beats Hunter Huss, 65-54. You want to look a a little bit star power in this ballgame? Well, the star power was there. Oshana Holland, 30 points, 9 rebounds. Eight assists, five steals. Yep, that'll do it. However, she did not have the high game of the night. Myla Hoover. Myla Hoover, who is a sneaky good, under-the-radar type player for the Hunter Huskies, finished the game with 34 points. This kid can play a little bit. She had 34 against Kramer on Friday night in that losing effort. 65-54 65-54 in favor of the storm. The girls now have clinched the one seed in the regular season title in the Big South 3A. Over at the rec center on Friday night, Highland Tech swept a doubleheader against Cherryville. The boys, they were behind at half. Highland Tech turned it on in the second half, beat Cherryville 67 to 54, the girls rolled Cherryville, 49-24. And then, of course, on Friday night, Gaston Day's bid to win the MAC championship falls short as they lose in overtime, 64-61 to Concord Academy. As the independent schools will dive into their playoffs this week as well. When we come back on the other side of the break, we'll dive into some high school basketball a little bit today. Of course, we'll talk about 58 when Corky Frakes comes on in just a few minutes. And then it's a big, big day in middle school basketball. And we've got you covered. At 7.40 this morning, Nathan Sherrill, head boys basketball coach at WC Friday, is going to be on talking about his team and a massive matchup that they have against Belmont here in Belmont today. And then at 8 o'clock, Brandon Messick, boys' basketball coach, Stanley Middle School, well, they're going to be taking on Holbrook. Another big game. Now, again, Holbrook lost the other day to Belmont. Holbrook is trying to stay in this playoff race. They need a win against Stanley desperately today. Stanley... Currently, right now, it's looking pretty good for the playoffs. But they've got to win today to maintain that they secure the foothold they currently still have on a playoff spot. There's a very tight race for that fourth spot in the county playoffs. And the Holbrook-Stanley matchup today will go a long way in determining who goes where. Brandon Messick will tell us about it at 8 o'clock as we welcome him to the Rush Hour Morning Show. And then, of course, Niner Brad will be on at 8.20 to talk about the 49ers, college basketball in general, and things wrapping up in the final week of the regular season of high school basketball here in the area. All that as we continue on. Happy Monday, everybody. We'll be back in just a bit. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allentate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allentate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allentate Realtors.
2: on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The
0: 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Long invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. Welcome you back here on this Monday morning to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, hyper-local sports talk in Gaston County. You folks are starting to notice. Thank you very much for doing so. It's really nice being able to get out at events and have some of you come up to us, talk to us, tell us about how you enjoy the show. You enjoy the hyperlocal content. This is a show about you. It's a show about your kids. We're trying to create an opportunity for all of you to hear hyperlocal sports talk. With that said, let's bring on Corky Franks.
1: It's a show about who? It's a show about them. I thought it
0: was about me. I mean, you get a segment. That's it? Yeah, see?
1: Yeah. Now the truth comes out. You get a segment. If I get a segment, that means you get five segments. That's not true at all.
2: Sure that, that, is.
0: That's,
1: <laughs> that's, that's not true. How'd you like my, you like my breakfast this morning? I don't know what a G. I feel a little stuffy for some reason. I had some salmon and shrimp for breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Which, By the way, I've I'd rather had two Nemo cakes and a diet Red Bull, but you know, hey, went with some uh, green tea, salmon and shrimp. Okay. I got a bowl of uh, chili at the house that I forgot to bring. Zupa de pech?
0: No, 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 not not zupa de pech. This is actual chili. Skyline
1: chili. Bryline chili. Oh, the B-Rush version. Yes. Okay. Bryline chili. Yes. I guess guess you whipped it up for the uh, Super Bowl last night. I did. I did. It's always better. I need some water.
0: It's always better when Joe Burrow is playing in said big game. Good luck with that. He might not ever get back. Yeah, there's that possibility. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: And Josh Allen's still trying to get there. (laughs)
1: They can forget that. Justin Herbert. I mean, I told I told Big Pete yesterday at the gym he needs to he needs to sell this Bill stuff. Buy have some Chiefs gear.
0: Yeah, I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening.
1: He's still wearing his stuff. Still have I guess he's still pulling. No, when
0: when, when you're Bill's <laughs> mafia, you're pretty your feet get pretty set in. You really do. Or they'll throw you out onto the Niagara.
1: Brian? Yes, sir. I have a confession okay let's hear I, it I have a confession
0: is this because of the usher halftime
1: show I didn't even see that I, I he's not my kind of, he's not my guy okay I, I, I did I did uh, get a text late last night that said I had moves like usher just throwing it out there
0: <laughs> moves like Move usher. like
1: moves like usher you are talking about I, like an usher at a movie theater no, or no 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 I've heard you know you heard the song moves like jagger right? No, I got a text yeah, which Got a text last night Is that Let me read it If you've got moves like Jagger it. Is that like geriatric this, or something? I pull this thing up Ooh Ooh You have some of those usher moves And a couple of fire emojis <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just throwing it out there, B-Rush Just saying You know <laughs> Is that Okay
0: it's a good thing I haven't had breakfast yet. <laughs> <laughs> Moves like us. Yeah, a couple of fire emojis, baby. Setting it off. Oh, see, I could, I mean, look, I That's could see. I Please hey.
1: proceed to the left, ma'am. Uh, you no. Nope. I, nope. I could see that. Nah, 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 nah. Not in the least. Anyway, I got a confession. These are my confessions. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Tell me. How much if I... <laughs> Oh, I know where this is going. How much have I, I know where this is going?
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's bring it.
1: Come right. on. H- how much have I bashed on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? I'm going to be very diplomatic. in I mean, what go, I back, say here. go back months, you, months you, on the show. You can go back; they're all on the podcast. Go back and listen to it.
0: You have been one that has um, had <clears> some <throat> measure of vitriol toward this whole thing.
1: Nah, I, I wouldn't say vitriol. I know what that word means: hatred. We,
0: we, you just weren't you just getting ready to say you were a hater on it?
1: No, I just didn't think it was gonna work. I mean, I said she's dated everybody in music. Now she's dating this guy. Why is this gonna work, Brian? Brian, <clears throat> I think I'm on board. Really? Yeah, I think I'm on board. I'm to tell say you. What it. I, just come out and say I, it. I'm gonna tell you what it did it for me last night. Just come out <clears> and say <throat> it. Come on. This I, this is your safe place. No, you don't want me to say what I really want to say. <laughs> Trying to put the filter on. <laughs> Always use the filter. I've The I mean, Filter's I, good. Yeah, like, like a Camel Light filter back in the day. <laughs> yes. It ain't much, <laughs> but it's just enough. Just enough is you know. <laughs> just enough, baby. Just enough. Just enough to keep you from wiping out when you get you a drag. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you can't take it. Can't take it full force. Got to filter that sucker down, right? So I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching the post game interviews. Mm-hmm. Okay, because all you see it, you. What you see on TV is what they want you to It's their agenda. Come on, man. Television. You know what that means? T-E-L-L, next word A, third word vision, V-I-S-I-O-N. That's what TV stands for, tell a vision. Okay, whose vision are you going to tell? Uh, well, it all depends on who owns the station. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> how that works. Okay. Okay? Yep. okay. If it's WWE TV, they're going to tell you their vision. If it's Fox News, they're going to tell you their vision. If it's CNN, they're going to tell you their vision, right? It is what it is. Okay? <clears throat> so all you get is, you know, you Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, just shove down your throat. Last night I got to see Travis Kelsey in a in a postgame interview with Chris Berman on ESPN. Okay. Okay. Man, the dude's just a passionate guy. He's 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 a grown man. He's passionate. You know what I'm saying? He's wound up. They were talking about the game. He said, let's go, baby. He, he, he wanted to play some more. He was ready. Kind of reminded me like me. I okay. never, Yeah. And then they slide in a video of her kissing him after the game, right? hmm See, I saw a different look. See? I hadn't... See? I'm telling you. <laughs> kind of re- remind me of a look I saw last week. <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. She, she so she sees something different in this guy. You know what I'm saying? She's like his biggest fan. She's not Taylor Swift of this guy. She's like his supporter. Isn't that great? I saw that in a glimpse. I ain't saying it's gonna last, but 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 I get it now. I get it. I apologize. I, I'm, I'm I get t- it. Look, I there you go. Yeah. I I, I I'm just I'm still kind of surprised. She's a, she's a cheerleader for him. Right? No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. She believes in the guy. No doubt. I'm telling you, man, it's great to have some, a partner that believes in you. Said it, what, yeah. Once a, said it once a, Once. a Once.
0: A, <laughs> Whoa, slow down. Filter. Filter. Slow, slow filter. down. Come
1: on. <laughs> filter, baby. Hit the brakes. <laughs> Let me stop. Guy fell off the <laughs> treadmill. <laughs> that thing's hit me in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's a big difference when you got somebody that supports you. I mean, look. Instead of somebody they wants to seem you down all the time. <laughs> They seem genuinely happy. Yeah, they do, man, for real. I, I mean, and
0: and look, can can anything be faked? Yes. Sure it can. Sure. I don't know. If that looked real to me.
1: I, I I know. I know. I just got tired of them pushing it that pushing it down your throat. You know what I'm saying? So finally I took a little you know, little peek behind the curtain and I like what I saw. It's pretty good. I like that. I, I You okay with that? I'm more
0: than okay with that. I might listen to Taylor Swift songs today. See now, I don't even go that far. Why not? Because I'm just—that's just. I might write me an album. That's not my thing. What, what do that? I mean, do you? But I mean, again, I, I'm not about this because I'm incredibly fond of her music. I, look, there's plenty from an, from everything that I understand about the two of them that I could probably sit down with them and disagree with a ton of what they're about. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that I agree with them in many of their stances and positions and so on and so forth. I just know that those two people seem pretty happy with each other. That's good enough for me. Um, you know, we can talk we can talk politics and other things with, you know, them later. Like I'm ever going to get a chance to do that. But I mean, yeah, my politics aside from what I might disagree on the both of them about. They seem to genuinely happy with each other. And again, winning a super bowl kind of has that euphoric effect on people, but they seem to really kind of get this. I look, I'm genuinely believing she's got his back. I think I I really, believe and and I'm telling you, I, I think summer at 25, this is going to be the first, this is going to be the closest thing to American royalty. We're going to have seen. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, I, I, that's enough of that. I just wanted to admit it. Okay. <clears throat> so, was that your favorite part of the
1: Super Bowl? Um. Uh, I don't know. it's a pretty good game, wasn't it?
0: I thought it was a pretty good game. Yeah. I, I really did. I, I I sat there for most of the night taking some notes, doing some prep work, but then also working on some other things <clears> related <throat> to outside projects. And so, but I
1: did Go ahead.
0: Well, I didn't pay attention to any of the commercials. Yeah. Really. Uh, the commercials didn't seem to have the same effect on me. Certainly, I didn't see anything like the Bush Light commercial where Sarah McLaughlin and <laughs> right. it, nothing, was, that was nothing like that. Yeah. Um, the Dunkin' Donuts one kind of maybe moved the needle for me a little bit. The halftime show, look, no disrespect to anybody that performed on the stage. I just had other things going on. I didn't focus on the show. I typically don't focus on the show. It's just oftentimes not my thing. So I had other things going on. I took care of them during halftime, came right back in time for the second half kickoff. I, you know, that was it. I, I I pretty much watched the game for the game and a lot of the trappings around it, I, I didn't really do a whole lot
1: with. Man, I, got, I went down a rabbit hole yesterday and was watching stuff on uh, Instagram about baseball. And it remind like, you know how fun it was back in the day when baseball was so strategic? You know what I'm saying? You had to outthink the guy and outsmart the guy. That was fun about baseball, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, calling pitches and things like that. Where's the guy in the box? he in the front of the box. Where's his hands? Back of the box. You, you, you get it. <clears throat> That's kind of what that football game was like last night. It's real strategic, wasn't it? I mean, it was, not only was it the best teams out there playing, those dang coaching staffs are good, aren't they, man?
0: They are, and, and there was I mean, it was interesting. There was a lot of social media critiquing of Kyle Shanahan during the course of the game.
1: Who's going to do better than that? A guy that works at the gas station? He's going to come out there and coach the team? Get out of here with that nonsense. I get it. I do. I, I understand. That's like me second-guessing some high school coach on here. Yeah, we do it. It's, it's a, but let, put me on the sidelines. What's that be a disaster? It's easy for me to second-guess a play. I even saw some folks going after
0: Steve Wilkes.
1: Like, Man, they're crazy. Th- this is
0: why you're not a head coach. They're and I'm crazy. Like, what? They're crazy. I'm like, easy, easy. I, you know, that that part I Brent, really you – can't, You can't shut a team like that down the, uh, the whole game. That's impossible. I think you make a great point there. I, I mean, because Patrick Mahomes, in a lot of situations to where the play had broken down, a lot of situations to where all of his, his checks had been <clears> exhausted <throat> – Basically had to just go and make a play. He had to prove he was the best player on the field. Yeah. And he did it last night. Now, sometimes you can scheme your way to a championship. Other times you can do something, you get a break, something like that, and you end up winning a championship. That was just simply especially late. Patrick, we need for you to go and make some plays. And so he
1: did. He took care of it. And he made a lot of the big plays. Did you see Kelsey uh – <clears throat> Get into it with Andy Reid on the sidelines. I did. He had one what, what one catch for one yard. I did. <laughs> he had enough of that, didn't he? Well, and. Turn that
0: sucker around the second half. I, I don't. That's the thing about it. Even social media was really, you know, they were really hammering Kelsey for Let that me tell also. Let what
1: social media is. It's a place for everybody to have, a, to have a voice and nobody wants to listen to you. That's what social media is. Well,
0: and that's, I, I guess that's part of the issue is that I, I actually pay attention to it. Um, and I don't, I, you know, if Andy Reed doesn't have a problem with it,
1: then I probably don't have a problem with it. He said in the interview after the game, he said, they asked him about it. He said, listen, man, these are just a bunch of kids. They're competitors. They want to play ball and me hanging around them every day makes me want to be better. It makes me want to keep coaching. Makes me feel young. I get that. I like that. He didn't have a problem with it. He got it. Guy wanted the ball. He want to be, he wanted to help win the game. You know, I like that. It was respectful, you know. I mean, he got pissed, but oh, can I say? It? <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> I guess, hey, you can't say that on there. <laughs> Dude got hot about it, right? He was, yeah. He, he was. He was, passionate. he was pretty wound up about he it. He was passionate. So, but you know, listen, man, them guys are together all the time. They get each other. Uh, one thing Andy Reid said was, in an era where where there's a lot of egos and a lot of money. I think his quote was something along the lines of these kids put all that aside and they just want to play ball and they just want to compete and they want to be the best.
0: I like that. Kansas city chiefs three championships in the next, over the course of the last five years. And now the conversation about Mahomes and Brady picks up a little more. And I I don't want to, I mean, we've got guests coming up here and I mean, we've, We've got a lot of guests lined up
1: today. When's the, who's, the, who's the last person to beat Mahomes in the playoffs? You just said his name. Brady. Yes. Okay. That's all you need to know about that. Okay. Till he gets those rings, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, look, Mahomes he, is, beat, he didn't beat him, did he? He no. didn't beat him when he had a chance, did he? And Mahomes
0: is putting together quite a resume. There's no doubt. Sure. You, you cannot be- take away what he's done so far but he's still got a little ways to go before we can legitimately start having that conversation. My issue with it is, why is everyone so easily willing to dismiss Tom Brady when a guy has won three out of three championships in five years? That's something that Brady's done on a couple of occasions, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, the reality is, is let's allow Brady to celebrate with his flowers Patrick Mahomes is going to have his moment most likely in due course. Let's let that play out a little more before we start handing the reins over just yet. Did, I know we at a break. We got to jump off here. Did
1: you see who who his brother was with last night at the game? Patrick, Holmes, Patrick Mahomes' brother. No, guess who, I tried not out with to pay attention night? to Jackson Mahomes. Guess who he was hanging out with last night? No idea. Travis Kelce's ex-girlfriend. That's hmm. all you need to know about those two. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Good luck with that, kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I could also say good luck to her. I think Kelsey got him a upgrade. Because he's he's managed. He's managed. It's a love story. We'll see. Maybe just say yes. Kind of like us? In uh, the rush hour morning show? Sure, for two hours a day.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now,
0: <laughs> we'll be back in just a bit as we've got coming up Nathan Sherrill, head basketball coach of the WC Friday Boys, at eight o'clock, we'll have we'll have Brandon Messick, head basketball coach of the Stanley Boys, and then at eight twenty, Brad Mulkey, Niner Brad, going to talk a little Niner soups. All that as we continue on. We'll be back in just a bit. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k, and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at RebelsContracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864. 2000. back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. It's time to bring on the head coach of the WC Friday Cavaliers boys team, Nathan Sherrill. Coach, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you?
3: Hey, good morning, guys. I'm good. Thank you for having me back.
0: Well, I, I, I want to ask, okay, usually coaches have to maintain a high level of discipline, even at the middle school level, so were you able to watch the first half of the big game last night and then turn it off and go to bed, or or were you like the rest of us watching until the very end?
3: I was glued until about halftime, but uh, I turned in after the usher halftime show. I thought I thought San Francisco would hold on till the end, but uh, you know you can't count out Mahomes.
0: No, you cannot. Um, as they win number fifty eight by a 25-22 score in overtime. Coach, obviously, um, Kansas City has established themselves in the National Football League as a perennial power, a dynasty in the making. WC Friday boys basketball, trying to get back to a place of um, respectability, an area that you're taking them in very short order. This is a club that's four and one right now, basically owning their own, dy- you know dimension of if you win, you're gonna be in the playoffs. Um, we talked about this the last time around. You guys were picked to finish dead last according to the pollsters. That's not gonna happen. Right now, you guys have the look of a playoff team. Big matchup today against Belmont. What have the last few days been like for your club? as you've prepared for the Belmont matchup.
3: Yeah, I've been talking to the boys. We have our magic number. I told them if we can just win three out of our three out of the last five that will be in the playoffs. And I'm trying to get them to not look too far ahead, but it looks like us and Belmont this will be playing for the home game, whoever gets the home game in the playoffs. So hopefully we can uh have the playoffs come through uh Dallas and North Gaston, so well,
0: you're You're right. the 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 winner of this game today between Belmont and WC Friday, it doesn't guarantee them a home playoff game, but it goes a really long way in helping to determine what happens. It certainly makes the road a lot easier. One thing we do know, the loser likely does not have a shot in getting that home playoff game in that other semifinal, as it looks like Greer seems to be poised for making a run for the other semifinal. Coach, you know, you've had an opportunity um, to spend a little time watching this Belmont club, uh, whether it's on film or in person or anything of that nature. What are some of the things, what is their dynamic about that really that really causes you to have some, some pause or, or, or causes you to game plan as you prepare for this game today?
3: You know, before I go too far into that, I know their biggest – their biggest asset is going to be Brayden Walden. And, uh, man, your show is really catching on around here. A couple of my boys have been listening to it. And, uh, man, I'm so excited to coach a kid like DJ Stinson. He came up to me on Friday and he says, Coach, why do they keep talking about this Brayden Walden kid? So he's going to walk in today, hopefully, with a big chip on his shoulder to show him that he can match up with Brayden. But um, from a team aspect, man, they're just so disciplined. That zone press they run is incredible. So we just got to be disciplined and run our press breakers so we can beat it, and then we just got to match their energy. I mean, obviously, I know you guys have been talking about their front court. Their front court is great, but if my bigs can just match their energy, I think we'll, you know, I think we'll hang in there till the end, and you know, the best team comes out on top. Well,
0: and 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 I'm glad you mentioned that. Nathan Sherrill here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. You know, Coach, one of the things that is is intriguing about teams that press, as much as, as Belmont is able to press, if a team can break that press with relative ease, it can create a numbers advantage to the team being pressed. Not everybody can attack it well, however. But with your guard play, it seems like that if you guys can get the ball across the timeline, take ad- advantage of that numbers game – You've got enough guard play. You could really cause Belmont some trouble if you're able to break that first wave.
3: Yeah, and we play, um, I try to play eight guys depending on how the game's flowing. So I know they only play six or six or maybe seven. I know that little guy that comes off the bench for them is amazing when he comes off and plays well. But uh, I'm hoping our depth really helps out here. As long as we attack that press, and then if we're aggressive enough, hopefully I can wear them down. That's what we did to Holbrook, even though they had a big lead on us. We wore them down in the fourth quarter and eventually won. So,
0: Nathan Cheryl here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. You know, Coach, you, you take a look at this WC Friday squad, and you had mentioned this the last time that we were on the show together. That you know, it, it took a it took a little bit to get your guys to buy in to what was happening. Now with a four and one record. I would imagine that these guys are fully bought in and they're ready to take the next step, whatever that next step looks like. How does how does a game today against Belmont fit into that narrative for this WC Friday Club?
3: I mean, hopefully they can just see the growth that they're making overall. I mean, they talked about against, I know it's a different Southwest team this year, but they talked about it. they got beat by 50 last year to Southwest, and then we come out. And we won by around eight or nine. So I hope they can just see the growth that they're making with each other. And it's not just this year. I mean, I have two seventh graders in my starting lineup, so hopefully we can run this back again. I'm not looking too far ahead, but like I just I really hope they can see the growth that they're making as a team. And like we have great eighth grade leadership. So I just hope they're focused and they come in locked in because if we get down early, it's gonna be hard to come back against such a well disciplined team like Belmont.
0: Well and, and certainly Playing the game on the road is is going to make that a little tougher, uh, mind you, because, you know, w- when, you, when you go on a trip um, with your guys, you guys hop on the bus, make a trip across town, across the county, whatever. What are some of the things that you're doing in the process of leaving WC Friday, going wherever the destination is, to try to get these guys to lock in, relax what what what's sort of the narrative that you're trying to set once the guys get on the bus
3: yeah I'm just trying to get them to stay focused like immediately uh you know our only loss is on the road this year so I'm hoping we can flip that around today but um Belmont has a huge gym compared to all the other gyms in the county and I'm hoping we had our our bye week we went and watched Uh, I had about five or six players go over there and I hope they get used to the noise and Man, they got a great announcer over there. So, like, I'm it's just a whole different aspect. Like when you go to that, Belmont, that, it's oh, like, guy, it's almost like a high school day.
1: That, that announcer sucks. <laughs> yeah. Guy ain't no good. What you talking? that guy's a bum.
3: See, I'm this? just hoping because I come on this show, I'm hoping he <laughs> hypes my players up as much as he hypes them up. You know. Oh,
1: we we don't need to hype your players up. You want to see that? I need to send you the numbers of the podcast when he was on a couple weeks ago. That's hyping up. You got you got everybody believing up there, coach.
3: Yeah, man. Like, um. I'm hoping I send out a, a PSA to everybody in Dallas. I hope we pack that gym with purple today. Well, by,
1: listen, by the way, if you want him to hype your players up, you cut him a check and he'll come to your gym. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> but at Belmont, you at Belmont, you ain't getting no love. He's on their payroll today. <laughs> That's how that works, Coach. Man, Man. I don't even know. Co- Coach, T pays you to do that? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a, little, get a little money, a little more money in your budget. Like Belmont then, Coach. You afford these high-dollar PA guys like Brian. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, Coach Brown, I hope you're listening. We need a, we need a check right now.
1: Hey, you guys keep doing what you're doing. I I, I guarantee you that budget's going to go up. Well,
3: yeah, and, I'm a, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, I mean, Coach, the the reality is, and, and you talked about it with seven with with two seventh graders starting on this team. There there is an opportunity. I mean, it's very difficult for a program to have year in year out success without the ability to bring in guys one year after the next where you know how do how do you, from your perspective you're brand new to this at WC Friday what are some of the things that you're going to be working on to try to see if you can develop the next guy and the next guy and the next guy so that year in year out you're going to be able to put together a competitive squad for WC Friday because it's not easy because you re- I mean you really are kind of leaning in on what the next group of guys is about. It's very difficult to pull off. What are some of the things that you can do to make sure that this this train keeps rolling for WC Friday?
3: Yeah, I believe in keeping a good mixture of guys. Um, I kept um, I kept two sixth graders and I think we have five seventh graders on the team and three of them get good minutes. I mean, uh, one of the guys I bring off the bench, his name's uh, Tay Robbins. And he, he reminds me a lot of the um, the guy that Belmont brings off the bench early. I mean, he's disciplined, he's fiery, plays great defense, handles the ball well. But just getting those guys important minutes whenever I can. That way next year it's not such a shock, you know, when we're when we're trying to start all over again. So like I have three guys already I know that are going to be in the rotation. So just keeping a good mixture of guys and getting them all in. So,
0: Is, is part of it, when it comes to being a middle school coach, is part of it getting – the youngsters that may not even be on the team, that may be actually sitting in the bleachers and watching a game just as a student to understand, hey, they've got something going on here that I would actually like to be a part of. Come next year, I'm going to be really working on my game so I can enjoy that roster. I mean, is it, is it one of those things to where you believe that the community, that the students there on campus will begin to start realizing that once there's something worth playing for at WC Friday, they'll fix their own game and they'll put themselves into the mix for you so that you won't necessarily have to do a lot of recruiting or cajoling of guys to play.
3: Yeah. We had a good mixture of kids come up to me and ask if it was too late to try out after that first Bessemer city win. And man, it's just, it's good to see the buy-in because I see a bunch of great athletes walking around the school that just don't think it's worth their time to play. You know, I mean, I know the basketball team last year took one win. I know the football team, I think, I think they won three games this year. So just to see like a winning culture start to build. And that way we have guys playing multiple sports. Everybody's trying out. They want to be a part of the team. Just having that buy-in from everybody in the community is so big. I mean, I go to all these rec ball games and I watch these kids play and, they're telling me he goes to WC Friday, but he didn't try out for the basketball team. And I'm just shaking my head, you know, wishing I had more bodies to pick from. Oh,
0: without question, Nathan Sherrill here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, let me ask you this, and and I'm going to leave it kind of open-ended and allow you to kind of fill in the blank. Today, WC Friday wins the basketball game if blank.
3: Sure, if we can keep Braden Walden off the glass, I think we win the game. And I told, uh, I told DJ Stinson to go home and just think about all the talk that they've said about Braden. Cause he's been listening to the show. I know Braden's probably averaging about 20 and 15 right now, but I, I told him if you can just contain him because you know, he's a monster, like we can win this game on Monday. So I hope he comes in with this giant chip on his shoulder and says like, Braden's not going to beat us today. So, so if you can just match him, I think we can win.
0: Well, and, I, and I'm certainly looking forward to the opportunity because this is, I mean, this really is the beauty of hyper local sports talk. I mean, there's not a lot of middle school kids anywhere in the country that are getting an opportunity to have a light shined on them. So there's a tremendous opportunity for kids like DJ Stinson to get his flowers. And if Stinson comes through today, we're going to certainly give him his flowers tomorrow on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So this is, is, I, I can assure you, Corky and I, and you know this to be true, Coach, this is not a southeastern Gaston thing this is not an Eastern Gaston thing if a kid's got some game we're going to talk about it and certainly we're going to be looking forward to talking about tonight's game between Belmont and WC Friday on tomorrow's rush hour morning show coach let me let me ask you this okay all right because there is a familial element to what you're going to be dealing with today okay has there was this weekend was there any strife at home? Related to the situation between <laughs> Belmont and W.C. Friday coming up this afternoon.
3: Yeah, I'm t- I tried to get her to wear purple to work today just to fire <laughs> him up, but it, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think it works. So, um, yeah, and a lot of parents over there. One of my favorite kids I ever taught. His name's Jeremiah Holt. Um, he's on South Point's JV team. Good football player, good basketball player, good wrestler. But his little brother is the point guard for Belmont, JoJo Holt. So. I'm getting a lot of flack from his family every time I go over there to watch a game. So they they said I'm cheating over there. Like I brought a little camera and a tripod over there recording the games. Coach,
1: is she gonna <laughs> she gonna tone down some of the cheers today? She she take a couple off the playlist?
3: Uh, she better be sitting behind my bench. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's the that's look when you're dealing with middle school sports in this area. You're gonna have some familial <laughs> elements like this involved. So
1: might, I heard she was leading the pep rally today over there at Belmont. Yeah,
3: they, yeah, she probably is. They, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't expect to be open when Welcome Arms today. When,
0: just for today, uh, it'll be it'll be an interesting environment there inside Wildcats Gymnasium as Belmont takes on WC Friday. Nathan, Cheryl, thank you for joining us this morning. We really appreciate you spending some time with us. Best of luck today. We'll see you here in a matter of hours over at Wildcats Gymnasium.
3: Thank you, guys. Look forward to seeing it.
0: All right. We'll catch you soon. All right. Hour one is in the books. We come back on the other side. Brandon Messick is going to join us. He's the head boys basketball coach at Stanley Middle School today. They've got a big matchup as they're trying to maintain their playoff positioning against a Holbrook squad who is almost in a situation of a must-win for the Lions. We'll talk about that when we come back with Brandon Messick here on Hour 2 of the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m., On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.